Welcome to the Podfast Foodcast, a podcast about fast food. I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. And I want to welcome you to March Spunness. It's that time of the year again. It's March. And it's Hoops, baby. For some basketball. We love to dribble up and down the court. We love sport. I love, perfe- well, collegiate sport. Do you know what we love more than sport? We love spud. Well, true. Taters. Potatoes. Po- potatoes. Mash them, boil them, stick them in a stew. This month, we're talking potato. So, in honor, you know, we love basketball, and we've talked about it on the show before, how much we love basketball. And so we want to run something parallel to March Madness with our own March Spudness. So we've lined up what we feel is a good collection of eight fast food establishments that have French fries. We put them in a bracket and we're going to go to each of them, try their fries, compare them head to head to find the true champion of all fast food French fries. This will line up perfectly. The way that we have it set up is we're going to do one matchup a week. March Madness starting right about now. I think the day that this is going up is when the first four is happening. The like mm-hmm. the intro games, uh, and this will line up uh, the the final episode, the finale of March Spudness will uh, line up with the uh, NCAA championship. It's perfect. It's perfect. There's never been a better bracket. Uh, right. Let's break it down. Let's talk about these matchups. Let's talk about who's going head to head. What we think about them. And uh, provide some context. Okay. Who do we got? Who do we got at the top? So let's start with the number one seed. We've got to have talked about it a billion times. The unveiling. Everybody loves this when you unveil the number one seed <laughs> of March Madness, the tournament. This is a whole. This is a whole event that's happened the other night. America's favorite. McDonald's. Alabama. <laughs> the Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. McDonald's. It's McDonald's. I probably saw that one coming. The crispy French fries from McDonald's. They've come up on the show before, for sure. And you've get—I I can almost guarantee you've had them. America's favorite French fry. Not too far off. Arby's, in their seasoned curly fries. Right. So this is going. We're now we're going. We're going. We're going to count it down one through eight. Yeah, and then we'll Arby's, talk about the matchups. Arby's is number two, and then we'll get into the matchup. So, yeah, yeah. our second seed is Arby's, yes. the curly fry. Yes. Number three. Seasoned? Seasoned? Oh, just oh, a little oh, bit more. Oh. Seasoned? They're seasoned, yes. the curly and they, fries. And they've got flavor. They've got flavor. Number three. Chick-fil-A. Waffle. Waffle fries. What would be your basketball analogy to the waffle fry? Is that sort of like your... Your Kansas, your Jayhawks. Oh, like a team? Yeah, I Kansas yeah. is that. Whatever. <laughs> the, the the net, the net itself. I thought, the net I thought itself. you meant like a, like a type of player. No, you know what I'm saying. I guess like these are teams. No, yeah, anything. Team player and whatever. The net kind of looks like a waffle, right? It's got yeah. like the squares on it. Okay. Uh, anyway. I think Alfreak Aminu is kind of like Chick Fil A. Okay. No, number Moving four, on. Burger King. 
They can't. Have it your way. Uh, and they they, they've also just got crispy French fries. Number five. A little bit of a swerve here. Never been mentioned on this podcast. No. Penn Station. Yeah, so we, so we haven't done sandwich reviews yet, right? Mm. Yeah, we, I think we have mentioned it. it's kind of tough, uh, like a sub sandwich. They do have menu options, and I think Penn Station will be kind of high on the list for us to do. But I they're so this, customizable. This will be a season two thing post-March Spudness. I think mm-hmm. we might get into the world of customizable orders. We haven't dipped think, our toes in that should. yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I think it's completely natural. I mean, like, there are so many fast food places that we haven't touched yet. Uh, it's not that we're against it. It's just that it we, we've we so far we've stuck to you're selling a Whopper. We buy yes. the Whopper. We eat yeah. the Whopper. Right. So, yeah, yeah we'll it's dip our toes little, into it's that. It's be a little different, but yeah, I, think it, I think there's some important restaurants we're missing out on the pod fast food guest. And the other thing with Penn Station is, is that it's also more regional than the other yes. places we've mentioned. So McDonald's, Arby's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, those are available anywhere. Penn Station, a little bit more regional. Yeah. Number six, Raising Cane's. Ooh. They're crinkle cut fries. Classic. Old school. Yeah. Number seven, Wendy's. And their crispy fry. R.I.P. Dave Thomas. And finally, number eight, Five Guys. Another one that much like Penn Station, that we'll probably mm-hmm. we'll probably get to that. Yes. And um, for for all of the uh, bracket fiends out there, you probably already know how this is ordered and yeah. set up. So the one seed plays the lowest seed, the eight seed. So Correct. this this first matchup that we're doing today, we're doing McDonald's versus Five Guys. Uh, our, and then to, to briefly run them down, our other matchups, two versus seven, Arby's versus Wendy's, three versus six, Chick-fil-A versus Raisin Cane's, 4v5, Burger King, Penn Station. We'll get to those in due time over the next couple of weeks, but McDonald's right. versus five guys. That's our first matchup. So let's start. I mentioned this. Be- one seed. Yeah, I mentioned this before the show, but it has a little bit of a low end, high end sort of thing, right? Your, yeah. your, your classic buy the books fast food place versus your fast casual and mm-hmm. probably like the most accessible fast casual burger joint because you've got you've got in and out that's like california west coast specific you gotta have a what a burger that's like a texas mm-hmm. thing uh five, five guys is in most places i think they're international as well i think it is yeah so most people can get a Five Guys, but yeah, two 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 fast food places, McDonald's and Five Guys, that are kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum. Especially because I've, and I, I this doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, five Guys has a much more diverse menu than I think most people believe it does. It's not just burgers and fries; like there's a lot more on it. There's like sandwiches, there's hot dogs, there's and their milkshakes are great. It 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 is a fast casual that kind of rivals McDonald's in that way. It is it is classic stuff though. Like it is like yeah. like what would you expect to get with a burger and a fry? A milkshake, right? Like mm-hmm. they do a hot dog, which is kind of along those same lines. But it is it is the classics. They kind of stick to what works, so to speak. Yeah. And they don't really add to the menu very often. Oh, and I I almost forgot, and we should mention this, and I know that you do want to start with the one seed, and we will get to that, but I do Mm -hmm. want to make note, we did not say this, we kind of brushed past it, 
Five Guys does two styles of fries. They do classic what they call what they call by their definition five guys style that just means normal regular <laughs> they also do occasion style french fry we'll get to that but i yeah. just wanted to make that clear at the yeah. top that unlike a lot of these other places which kind of do fries one way five guys has multiple variations but we'll get to that we want to start yes. with mcdonald's so right do you want to tell the people about mcdonald's fries mcdonald's world famous fries they are made with premium potatoes. They're crispy. They're gold on the outside. They're fluffy on the inside. And I mean, they're, they're just simply iconic. Cut from whole grown potatoes on Canadian farms. Wow. Didn't know that. Global. Vegetable oil blend, they call it. What it's fried in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Mickey D's. They come in three sizes, small, medium, large. You can also get them in a kid's size. Is that not small? It's smaller than small. <laughs> you tell me that they go smaller than small? They do. I don't know. That's wild, bro. Uh, what'd you think? So, I mean, you know, it's hard to, to, to say new things about McDonald's golden fries. I they're, 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 they're incredible. I think, so. so we, you know, of course, just like always on the show, we have these things right before we talk about them. Ours were not, like, the best batch. They weren't perfectly fresh. They are a little cold. Yeah. Uh, they're still good. I think that's one of the most impressive things about them uh, is how is how consistently they're always good. They're not consistent, but they're always good, no matter how yeah. you get them. They're perfect when they're fresh and they're the crispiest, but even still, yeah. cold, they're still good. Yeah, in the ideal world, you know, we would want all of these to be as hot as possible. Correct. You're not always going to get them that way, but, yeah, McDonald's definitely has the leg up in that fries are not known for holding very well but mcdonald's just do they they just they've kind of cracked that yeah yeah i I, i'm with you you're right it is hard to come up with new things but that's just because these are like pretty much the perfect fry so we put them at the one seed for Mm -hmm. a reason they are the pretty much they're the favorite right yeah i mean mcdonald's calls them world famous and because they are it's what you think of when you think of a French fry. I think uh, when we start to compare them versus the other seven, these are probably one of the thinnest fries in the entire mm-hmm. tournament. Yes, they're thin. They're salty. I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I have a hard time to, 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 to pick out a flaw. I think that these are, these are really, really good fries. That are the benchmark that I think the other ones will be judged up against. For sure. Now, one thing I thought was interesting that you wanted to mention was the packaging. Yeah. And how the packaging influences the review and the, the rating of the fries. What do you think about it? Yeah. So let's let's start by saying that the packaging will differ depending on what size you get. Correct. If you, if you get small or I presume kids as well, you get the little uh, a little <laughs> like paper thin pouch. So it's funny enough. So the small is the paper thin pouch. The kids is just a tinier version of the medium and the large packaging. It's kind of cute. Okay. Then the <laughs> the medium and large is like a stock. Like uh, what would you call that? Just like a, a thicker. Yeah. Packaging. I'm. Everyone's it's, it's, seen it. <laughs> yes. It, it's like it's like so I think cardstock is a good way to describe it. It's not it's not cardboard. No 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 no. no. But, uh, it's, but it's it's not it's not the thin like almost receipt paper. Of like the the normal pouch, 
Exactly. So, like, the medium and large, thicker. But everybody's seen it before. It's the cardin. It's the cardin that the fries come in. Yeah. Red, got the, got the nice M on it. Classic design. The reason why I wanted to bring that up is because... It, it's just it's a perfect vehicle for fries it's gorgeous <laughs> it's so nice it, like the that classic mcdonald's red with with the golden fries in there you can mm-hmm. you can rip that thing open and you can squirt your ketchup on that classic classic thing to do i i'm a huge fan i think that it it, it, it amplifies the experience it makes them even greater than the sum of their parts but the parts are all really good i don't know man I, I think that just looking at it, the whole presentation, the you know the golden fries sticking out of the the, the bright red packaging with the, the arches that almost mm-hmm. match the fries on it, mm-hmm. like it's really aesthetically pleasing. Yep, I think that that's just, that's not something you're gonna get somewhere else. I look at that and I think fast food. Yeah, like like that is the platonic ideal of the fast food item to me. Hard to get better than that. Now, that being said, uh, <laughs> we now have to try to compare other stuff to it. That's going to be difficult, but let's get into it. So, it's it's not usual. This is a disclaimer for the non-sports fans that the 1-8 matchup should be very close. I think that what was special about this grouping that we put together here, mm-hmm. I don't think that there are actually duds in this bracket. And I and I think that I, I kind of like what we have better, which is matchups that make sense and are comparing restaurants that I feel are, are comparable. They fit together, right? We've got matchups like McDonald's and Five Guys, which we talked about being the kind of contemporaries. One's a, a very iconic fast food restaurant. The other is a fast casual. It's very well known. And some other ones like Wendy's and Arby's and, and Chick-fil-A and Cane's that have, they go together really well. Yeah. So this isn't the typical... You would accept expect an absolute blowout from your one eight matchup. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a discussion to be had here today. Of course, five guys. Which uh, which one's your favorite? So I'm partial to number four okay. of the guys of the guys oh, of the five of the... guys of the five guys. You know, sometimes you go there and there's only four guys, and you're kind of like, what's going on? Uh, I don't know if everybody knew this, but the reason why five guys is in the first round of our tournament is because the five guys stand for the five positional basketball players. Point guard, shooting guard, small forward, yeah. power forward, and center. Those are the so, five guys. Don't know so, if everybody knew that. It was a pickup basketball team <laughs> that made a burger joint. Who do you think the best basketball player, the, the basketball player that is the best chef, who, who's, who can make the best burger? Shaq. That's probably correct, yeah. Got in one. <laughs> Shaq. I feel like Shaq knows his food. Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. He knows his way around a burger. <laughs> yeah, like who would be like a foodie? CJ McCollum? That's that's a good answer. Yeah, that's tough. Who could you see being a food guy? I feel like they can't be too good of a player because then they're into a different kind of type of, type of food. You know what I mean? Barkley sticks to his roots. Barkley sticks to his roots. (laughs) Him and Shaq, those are good answers. Now, here's another question. Who would you Mm -hmm. most like to get a burger with in the NBA? With? Yeah. Who would you like to sit Um, down and eat a cheeseburger with? Bradley Beal 
is known as a great as he's not a he's not a foodie I wouldn't say but he's a big eater. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to call him Panda because he would eat so much. Wow. I think that that would be a good chat. Uh, I would pick uh, James Harden. I'd just love to pick that guy's brain. He's seen it all. He's been teammates with Chris Paul, Joel Embiid, mm. his good friend Daryl Morey. I'd love to just sit and chat with him. He's been a patron of some of the finest institutions across this uh, great United States of ours. He I introduced mean, call, me to the culinary institutions or otherwise. <laughs> to the Call of Duty what? <laughs> Black Ops 4 logo with the four lines as the Roman numerals. I call back to our Call of Duty episode where we discussed just mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So we mentioned before, five guys have says two options. Yes, please get us back on track, right? Thank for you. their French fries. Now that's that. My when you first asked me which one do I prefer, I thought you meant between the fries. Yep. No. Nope, which is why that, I was, which is why I was actually giving thought to the question. A, a normal, sane question that one would ask. Not which of the five guys from Five Guys do you like the most? Yeah. The the, the normal person question, which would be which of the fries do you prefer? You know, the topic oh. of this episode. So their fries, they are freshly made boardwalk style fries cooked in pure cholesterol free, 100% peanut oil. Wow. And the Cajun style is the same thing, of course, but it's showered with a heavy dose of Cajun spice. Cut, cut fresh, cooked twice. They're firm on the outside, a mashed potato on the inside. Classic style. Yes. The first thing I want to say is that they give you a heaping amount of fries. Oh, yeah. The, the full bag like you you, yes. you get a, a five guys order your burger or whatever will be in there then they will just dump a bunch of fries on top of it see so technically they give you a like a, a white paper cup for your fries yep. but you got you got a brown paper bag and and they yes they'll put the, the burger in there first they'll put the cup in and they scoop them in there and that whole bag is grease and it's got holes in it and it's full of fries forever that's a great They're style. Very generous. I, I know that that's controversial with some people. Some people aren't as into that in terms of like the stuff. I don't know about you. I'm a big fan of that. That's fun. Oh, I love it. That's yeah. fun. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention was is that like that description of how they make them. And I think that this will be true of Five Guys versus any of the other places that we have in this tournament. This is like the classic way that someone would describe to you or anyone how to make fries. This is like if somebody was like trying to teach somebody how to make French fries, this is yeah. like the preferred way that most people explain how to do it. Like this is classic style. Yes. I, what I would say about their original five guys style fries is that they're not, they're not at all controversial. This is a, this is a, this is a simple beast. Mm-hmm. And then the Cajun adds a new spin to it. And it's, it's, it is one heck of a spin. So, so, so the decision that we made is, is that we went, we're, we're going to grade Cajun style in this bracket up against its theoretical competitors, whether it loses today to McDonald's or goes on, we'll see what happens, but we're going to have the Cajun style go up against it. And we chose that because that is our preferred style. Yeah, and so some of these other restaurants have similar similar things. Though yeah. we went with the most iconic one for each of them. 
Mm-hmm. So, for example, you can get normal fries at Arby's, but nobody's yes. doing that. Yep. Um, I think you could do something. I think you could do that Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Anyways, you know, it's kind of a wash here as to what's more iconic, but it's what we want to talk about, and it's the Cajun style French fries. Yep. Uh, I'll mention another thing uh, that that we wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. dipping sauces yes yes so in the same way that the um you know the vehicle for uh like the the bag or the box or whatever that it comes in you know we want to talk about that we also wanted to talk about dipping sauces and i would say that uh for this matchup incredibly straightforward we're talking yes. ketchup yes we had these both of these fries on their own and we had them both with ketchup just because these are Mostly straightforward fries. Cajun style plus ketchup. I could see where that could be weird for somebody. For me, it works because it's like spicy and sweet. And it, yeah, they combine together quite nicely. I thought both of these paired well with ketchup. For sure. And and the Cajun one, I didn't think I I was going to like that as much as I ended up liking it. It's a really good pairing. And I feel like the Five Guys fries themselves and, and the way that they're cooked and cut i think they do really well with ketchup I they're agree. not like a, a, a thick fry but the way they describe them you know the firm on the outside mashed potato on the inside like you can definitely like you're getting a good bite of potato in this that almost matches a thick cut fry definitely more so in comparison to mcdonald's yes you know it's competitor yeah. this week yeah th- these are bigger thicker fries they don't yeah they don't quite get into like the huge fry territory, mm. huge potato territory, but these definitely bring out more of a taste of potato than McDonald's does. Yes. You can tell that you're biting into potato when you eat these mm-hmm. and McDonald's oftentimes like it's it's just pretty it's like a crisp. Yeah. And they both they, they both have their 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 pluses and minuses, man. I do got to come around to what you were saying when you were introing five guys of mm. This is really close. It is. This is a toss-up. These are both really good fries. I I think that both of us came away from this very positive about both competitors. Mm -hmm. Uh, One fun little thing I want to ask you. Do you have a preferred shape for either of these fries? Uh, You get a good variety of different shapes and sizes, different thinness, you know, variety within. Do you Mm -hmm. have a favorite? Yeah, I like the ones with squared off edges. So not not the pointy ones, squared off edges, and when it comes to like those different, I like that sometimes when they're soggy, and I like when sometimes when they're crispy, and I like that contrast. I do too. So I I'm the kind of person that'll pick up like two fries at once, and I kind of I, I like it when there's a nice contrast between two of them. My favorite, and this exists with both of these, mm-hmm. is is a, is a longer fry. That's it kind of soggy in the middle, but still crispy on the ends. Yep. And I like to get a good fold on that because I love, I, you know, I love dipping sauces. I love dipping things in ketchup. And so yep. you get on the soggy end gets a good bit of ketchup and then you have two crispy bits next to each other. And that's awesome. Uh, that's, that's the perfect fry for these two sets. Perfection. I, I'm having a little bit of a ketchup renaissance lately. I wasn't a big awesome. ketchup guy for a while. But then, but then when we had ketchup with both of these fries, I was just like, you do this for a reason. Yeah, you know, it's overlooked because people, you know, you want, you want to call it for babies. 
Yeah. And maybe that's true. But babies have good taste. I don't know. Babies, adults, everybody likes salty and sweet. It's that's a that's a tough combination to fight against. It's incredible. I love ketchup. I, I'm 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 back on team ketchup. You know, when we got McDonald's, we also got some of their additional dipping sauces. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're super pertinent to this to this contest. No, and it would almost be impossible to talk about everything that people do with the McDonald's French fries. Right. So I got sweet and sour. You got hot mustard. Mm-hmm. They were both good, but yeah. you know, we we talk we've talked about those in the past with McDonald's. Uh, we'll probably talk about them again, but their other sauces are all good. But for today, we're mostly focusing on the how these fries are on their own and then how they mm-hmm. pair with ketchup. Yeah. Rye, would you like to shift gears slightly for a moment to talk about March Madness, separate from March Spudness, March Madness? And you our mean NCAA, NCAA Division One men's basketball tournament? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. I love basketball. <laughs> What's your favorite part? I think the way they dribble up and down the court. Oh, I like dunking. I think that dunking should be outlawed because I I believe it's goaltending, which is another rule that I like. I'm a big fan of the rules. Oh. I want to be a ref when I grow up. Big big rule guy, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got some games coming up over the next couple of days. Uh Maybe periodically throughout this uh, this tournament, we'll, we'll, our tournament, we'll talk about their tournament and how it's going. Mm-hmm. What's standing out out to you? Who who do you want to see? What 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 what's making making you excited in March Madness twenty twenty three? So I mean, it's bracket time. You gotta get in your bracket so you can win a billion dollars when you get them all right. Uh huh. And so we filled ours out. Yep. I've got some upsets I want to point out for me personally on my bracket. Okay. Um, Round one upsets? Yes. Okay. So, you know, we're from Ohio. And we've got an Ohio University on here. They're winning. They're winning that game. Upset alert. Kent State, number 13 seed over Indiana. Guaranteed that that's a trap game. You're you're putting out the guarantee on that one. Mm Mm-hmm. I would I would be shocked. You know, Indiana, they've had a rough go of it in the 21st century. Many people still consider them to be one of NCAA basketball's blue blood programs, which are the elite schools throughout the history of college basketball. Despite the fact that they've been on hard times in the 21st century, people still consider them up in that upper echelon of school. And that hard time will continue. Now, on the bracket, right above them, another upset on my bracket. Oh, my. Drake University? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, they're being <laughs> Miami. That's not. That's just not a question either. <laughs> uh, any particular reason why? Like, do you have a strong connection to the school, the program? Do you know any of the players on the team? Do you... Well, what, what's Drake. A, like, oh. Like, OVO but, music? Like if you're like, if you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> like from Degrassi. Like nothing was the same. Like Canada. Tor- like the Tor- Toronto. The, like the Toronto Raptors own Drake. What's his first name? Aubrey Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So they're winning that game. Okay. Uh, I've got a couple as well. Uh, I guess the ones that I would want to point out are mostly situated situated in the southern section of the of the bracket. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, NC State winning their first round matchup. Nice, me too. Eleven seed over the six seed. I also have twelve seed Charleston over San Diego State. You know, really exciting stuff going on here, going through mm-hmm. this bracket. What's your what's your championship, Ryan? Let's give the people a peek at our final results to have so something I to look went, forward to. I went through it, and I don't know how this happened. My two favorite college basketball teams are in the championship playing each other. I, a pure coincidence, you know, I went through, I ran the data, I ran the numbers, and that's just how it goes out. Oh, no. So I've got Kansas losing. Well, what is, what is what is Kansas? What is this? The, the Jayhawks? The, no, yeah. What we mentioned them earlier. Yeah. What's the connection? How? how what, why do you feel so strongly about Kansas? I like Kansas. I was I, when I played NBA Two K sixteen. My career, I picked the Kansas Jayhawks as my college team. Joel Embiid, Andrew Wiggins. I think the Kansas guys, like Joel Embiid and Andrew Wiggins, are pretty cool. This year, they've got a player named Dick Grady. And sometimes the college students will hold up signs that say, I love Dick Grady. Uh-huh. And that's pretty funny. Okay, that's cool. So Kansas, you have them losing. Two. Purdue University. Choo-choo! The Boilermakers. They've got choo-choo. a guy, a man named Zach Eady, playing in the center. The big man. In the middle. He's huge. He's incredible. And I'm projecting, and this is this is where we, you know, I make my picks, I make my projections. That is the 2024, 2024, 2024 NBA rookie of the year. Wow. Bold. That is Bold. that is he he is next up. That is next generation talent right there. I think the last time a second round pick uh, just assume he's going in the second Not round. picked yet. You don't know. <laughs> a second round pick one rookie of the year was Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, I don't think it would be the first time that an NCAA champion would win rookie of the year. That That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, my championship pick. Uh-huh. Really exciting. I know. I have the four seed Virginia from the southern section of the bracket. Losing to Houston. Number one seed. Nerd. From, the, from the from the Midwest section of the bracket, uh, yeah, and uh, that national championship game is being played on April third, my birthday. That's fun. Happy birthday! Oh, we'll get to that. Nope. nope. You know you want you don't get those wishes just yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, so cool. So now everybody will have that to look forward to, and they can uh, make fun of us when we're wrong. I just don't foresee myself being wrong this year. I was best last year. But I had a pretty good bracket. Yeah, who'd you pick to win it all last year? I think Purdue. <laughs> yeah. Because of Zach Eady, and he wasn't he he wasn't he didn't declare for the draft. No. I don't know why, because he would have been picked pretty, you know, high up there. But yeah, probably number I, one. Hold on, I can actually see my twenty twenty two bracket. Eighty two percent. That's not that bad. I wow wow weird. I was also eighty two percent. I apparently had the same championship last year. I didn't know that. (laughs) 
And I was half right because I got, you know. <laughs> well, Kansas won the championship last year. Yeah. So, I mean, what can you, what can you say to say that I've ever been wrong? Yeah. Last year, I had Villanova over Gonzaga, and uh, that did not happen. Kansas beat North Carolina. Yeah. 82% for both of us, not bad. 82nd percentile, that is. Oh, yeah, that's true. My bad. That's not bad, but I think we're going to do better this year. Yeah, so we'll play along as we go through our March Spudness, our French Mm -hmm. Fry Tournament. As we go through that, yeah, we'll keep everybody abreast of uh, how the NCAA tournament's going, how our bracket's doing, and that'll be a fun time. But it's time. It's time. I mean, we're we're delaying the inevitable. Yeah. How do we want to do this? Would we like to start off by giving both of these fries a rating? Or... I think, yeah, let's give them both a rating. And then from there... I feel like we can reach an agreement. Okay. So what? So let's start with the one seed. Mm-hmm. What kind of rating are you feeling for the McDonald's world famous French fries? Uh, I'm tempted to go six out of five. Wow. Which is breaking the scale and not something that we do on this podcast. So I'm going to stop myself and just say five out of five. This is so easy for me. I'm, I have to agree. Yeah. The only thing that could ever break the scale is the so good slogan for KFC. Yep. And so these have to stay in line, know their place, which is a five out of five French fry. I mean, it's perfect. Now five guys. Oh, by the way, five spuds out of five. Sorry. Yes, spuds. Yeah, we lost our mind for a second there and didn't tell you what the scale was. Five spuds out of five. Now moving on. Five guys. What do you think? I love these fries. I can tell. For me... They're coming up with five out of five. Five spuds out of five spuds. So this is a little heartbreaking for you then to have our Mm -hmm. first round matchup to have two five out of fives. It is. I know how it has to go. But I I guess it it does please me that there's a five guys episode on the way. That's true. And we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll definitely talk more about these fries once we do that just because they're so darn good. I'm going to go four spuds out of five. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, the reason why is because I I would have also given the five guys original style fries four spuds mm-hmm. out of five. The Cajun is good. I don't think it, it quite brought it up a whole extra spud for me. It's a nice seasoning. It's a nice mm-hmm. seasoning. I like it. It's got a good it it got a good kick to it, you know, all things considered. It's not yeah. like it's not like trying to be like overwhelmingly spicy or anything, but it, it has kick. I like that. I appreciate it. But it's mostly a seasoning that I have and I'm like this is nice. I like this, but it isn't like my number one favorite seasoning. I think it will come up again. We'll probably compare it when we do uh Arby's, the curly yeah. fries, because it's a similar type of seasoning. It's good. But for me, four out of five, these are these are very good fries. You can't go wrong with them. I highly recommend them. For me, what puts it over the edge is I think that the seasoning is very flavorful. And I think that it is more flavorful than a lot of other seasoned fries that I've had. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I, that's what pushes me over the edge. I, I usually, you know, I'm not a big fan of the, the, the 
I mean, Cajun seasoned fries and stuff like that. I, I think that a lot of time they end up missing for me. But these are very... I mean, they say shower to the heavy dose of Cajun spice. You can, you can feel that. Mm-hmm. But that leaves us with a choice. Well, based on the ratings, I'm yeah. sure you can <laughs> tell where my where I would lean this one. And I am too. Are you okay with that? I I I, I am. Really thinking about it, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's gonna be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. They're a juggernaut in this tournament. They are. I, they're kind of like Purdue this year with Zach Eady. Yeah, Ronald McDonald is really the Zach Eady of fast food mascots. Yeah. They're a juggernaut. And I really liked the, the, the Five Guys fries, and I am bummed to see them go so early. Mm-hmm. That being said, running into McDonald's, I mean, it's almost inevitable almost we'll see how the rest of this goes but mcdonald's a strong contender and in my opinion they're the fry to move on and so say you want to make it official mcdonald's has beat five guys in the first in the inaugural game of mark's funness anyone playing at home any bracket busters (laughs) Uh, is there any basketball on right now? Gotta be. It's 8.30 p.m. on a Monday. There is some NBA basketball going on. Does not look... Woo-hoo! It looks like it looks like all of the, the March madness, all the college basketball, that all starts tomorrow. Awesome. That's so sick, dude. Hooping. We did it. Yeah. Round one is in the books. March spudness. I mean, that's a great start. That's a great game is underway all right so next week we'll be back mm-hmm. with the next round not sure which one we're gonna do yeah it's kind of up in the air the the goal is to do you know each of the first round matchups each on their own episode yeah and then round it off by going now that we've had them all and talked about them all going through and finishing the bracket the rest of the matchups and, and picking right. a champion yeah well, we'll say this. We'll say this. So the McDonald's won this one versus eight matchup. McDonald's will be going up against the winner of Burger King Penn Station. Correct. And then the winner of Chick-fil-A Raisin Cane's will go up against the winner of Arby's Wendy's. So that's the way that the bracket is currently positioned. But yeah, so once so once per week we'll go through and do all of these first round matchups and then and then in the final episode we'll clean up the bracket and declare a winner yes so for for now we're gonna do one of these matchups per week yeah uh i would say loosely loosely we'll see how things work out but loosely you probably expect burger king versus penn station for next week probably yeah right like that's what mcdonald's five guys will go up against so loosely we'll we'll see how it works out but pencil that one in yes don't use ink Get your predictions out there. I want to hear them. Yeah, please. On all of the socials, please let us know who you think is going all the way uh, in both March Spudness, March Madness. Listen, we like mm-hmm. basketball. If if anybody wants to just talk hoops, uh, please let us know what you think. You got Zach Eady opinions? Let us know. Yeah, where do you, th- where do you think he's getting taken in the draft? And by who? 
Yeah, uh, go Learn. tell go tell me that I'm wrong and that he's not getting going in the second <laughs> round and he's definitely going to be the number one overall pick and he's going to be the greatest NBA player of all time. Yesterday, Ryan called him the next Bill Russell or next Wilt Chamberlain. I said the next Wilt Chamberlain. Thank next you very Wilt much. Ch- next Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. He will, he will not just be a champion. He'll be a star. Well, Wilt famously did not do very much winning in the NBA. No, he was kind of a loser. He lost to Bill Russell a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, let's all uh, hope better for Zach Eady. Let's let's all hope that Zach Eady has a better career than Will Chamberlain. A very accessible, reachable goal. I think he could. I think he can, too. So, yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think. We love to hear from everybody. Oh, yeah. I love feedback. Love feedback. We don't usually solicit it on this podcast. Like, uh, this podcast has been very one-way most of the ride so far. Mm-hmm. We we make it. We put it out there, and that's... That kind, that's kind of where it ends. Uh, during this tournament, we'll, 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 we're going to shake that up. We want to hear. We want to hear what's going on. What's going on, Ry? Hoops. Oh, yeah. And the end the of the basketball. show. Oh, yeah. Uh, the end of the show. I was teeing you up for that. Uh, yeah, I was teeing you up to, yeah. What's, what's, uh, what's going on? What's going on is... The show's like over. Mar- like Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Marvin Gaye said, ain't no What's mountain high. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See ya.